from downtown beautiful Guthrie. Welcome. Hit the bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. That is my good friend, Justin Fortney, who is the tourism director of Guthrie, city of Guthrie. I'm Chris Evans in his shadow, and uh, another mm -hmm. fun week of cool stuff here in Guthrie. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, the big thing this week has been a contest. Yeah, but um, contest was started by an organization called Strong Towns. So strongtowns.org is their website. Basically, it's an organization that like tries to develop uh, uh, community and you know strong development practices across the country at different towns. But they have um, a contest pitting town against town, city against city. Uh, so they have a uh, a bracket. They for put all, a yeah. yeah for all of you who enjoy the NCAA brackets, like like I do, like you do. Right? Oh, I, anything. Yeah. There's a bracket. I'm uh -huh. I'm breaking yep. it down and we printed uh, it off. Yeah, yeah there. I mean, there's uh, there's uh, you know the selection committee. You know they stacked it against Guthrie, but right. uh, you know there's there's a Cinderella story in there. There's a couple uh, ones. There's a couple of two seeds that probably should have been one seeds, but they're on the mm -hmm. same side. But uh, uh, it's, it's cool stuff. And before we really dive into that, it's kind of cool. Guthrie always seems to find themselves on lists like this. You like, know, it, it's very it, list friendly. It, very yeah. list friendly. You know, place to retire, cool places, mm -hmm. cool, cool things to do. It's, good list, though. It, 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 yeah, absolutely. List. It is a great list, and it's just amazing how many times Guthrie pops up on that. Yeah. Well, obviously, we know why, but... Right. I saw a list the other day that was, like, towns that people can't wait to move away from, but that we weren't on that list. Oh, that's, uh, good. that's That wasn't good us. Yeah. Was one of them Westwood, Kansas? I think it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk so much trash about Westwood, Kansas today, because that's, that's who we're up against in the Sweet 16 round. How they got this uh, far, I have no idea. Mm, I don't know either. Um, so we're in the round of 16. Uh, the voting, you can vote at strongtowns.org. Um, every email address gets one vote. So if you have like 20 email addresses that you use, we're looking at you. We need I, your help. I got three. Yeah, I, I created like about 15 last night. And what's the cool thing about the this way is it's one one vote per email mm -hmm. instead of someone just sitting there hitting 50,000 times yeah, exactly. and kind of dictating. This is a real a yep. real voting deal. I like that. For real, for real. And if we uh, so this this round of voting ends tomorrow at noon. Central Standard Time, uh, and if we get past, when we get past Westwood, Kansas, wherever that is, I have no idea, um, we would play the winner of Amesville, Ohio, and Nelson, British Columbia, International. International. Yeah, British Columbia. They're still, like, frozen up there at this point, um, so they, they're not going to vote for anything. They're no. All, they're just trying to keep the fire going in Nelson, British Columbia. You know, when I break down this Guthrie-Westwood round one matchup, Westwood, Kansas, up in the Kansas City market area, the population, according to the census, was like 1,020. You know, Guthrie's 10,000, probably closer to 11,000 uh, people now. But, uh, but it's they misleading, have, though. It is misleading. Yes. It's very misleading with, with the Kansas Cityites. Yeah, don't let them fool you into thinking that it's like an underdog story yeah. in favor of uh, Westwood, Kansas. So. You know, last year we in, in the basketball, we saw a 16 seed take down a 1 seed for the first time ever. We can't can't have an upset like that happen again. No, no, no. So the the criteria for this that um, in order to get into the round of 16, strong towns looked at you know super important things like economic development and uh, you know really like kind of brainy stuff. Um, and uh, but 
we're going to look at a few different criteria today just to kind of convince you that Guthrie is a superior place to uh, Westwood, Kansas. I wonder who has a, a podcast in Westwood. We need like a rival podcast there. Yeah, I, um, we're looking for it. I don't, know if they have the, I don't even think they have internet in Westwood, but no. we'll see. If they do, and you happen <laughs> to know who uh, has the podcast in Westwood, let them know so they can hop on um, and they can comment on the Facebook page today. And uh, maybe, they're, maybe they're good at talking trash to cities like we are. You know what, just, uh, let's just keep it simple. Restaurants. I mean, okay. when you compare this to let's just keep it simple. Okay. Uh, what kind of restaurants we got in Guthrie? Well, I mean, we got the national chains. Sure. Okay. Sure. When it comes to pizza, spaghetti, and ziti, always the big ziti, Roma's is my go-to. Oh yeah, for it real. is one of my go-to yeah. places. Excellent Italian food. Uh, Nick and those guys over there, they do it right. Like yeah. they're they are Italian, which is yes, that helps. Yeah. 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 Authentic. Right. 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 Um, We've got a bunch of really fantastic, like, uh, home cooking, like, barbecue kind of joints. Uh, stables, is a, stables is a staple. Yes, you know? it is. Th- over 30 years. Yeah, they've been around forever. Um, one of the cool things about stables is if you're into, like, the craft beer kind of thing, like, their, their selection of Oklahoma beers on tap there and um, bottles and cans, it's pretty impressive. It's, like, dozens and dozens of... Uh, Oklahoma craft beers there at Staples. Cool environment with all the oh, yeah. all the stuff on the walls and uh, the tap room, a little hidden mm-hmm. gym, uh, gym back there as well. Kid friendly as well, so you kind of oh, get yeah. a mix of everything. Yeah, you, your kid can go in there and just scream their head off, and they do. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. Yeah. What about Stacy's over on uh, Harrison Street? Stacy's place. Uh, you know, I always have a lot of uh, people come in for Guthrie football games, and they go, "Hey, Chris, where's one of the places to eat?" And I always say Stacy's place because it's home cooked meal. It's exactly oh, yeah. what you get at home and uh my kids love the chicken and waffles uh oh. platter of course they split it because it's so much food one gets the chicken one gets the waffles but uh, uh stacy's place right there in downtown got their yeah. beautiful downtown building she's got a great back room so if you yes. have like an event uh that you need to host somewhere she's got a good uh good space back there for like wine's club and that kind of thing. yeah that, that's right wine's club, wine's club. Yeah. Uh, the guthrie <laughs> fire department the exactly. guthrie fire department uh hosts the lone county fire chiefs recently in that back room there oh, so right on. it hosts a lot of people yeah cool another like like historical gym and the bluebell saloon it's been around yes. for like i don't know 100 years something like that a lot of movies uh, filmed inside there yep. too because the, the best picture ever is from the bluebell saloon back uh, I'm gonna lie to say it was like the 40s or something. But I was has, thinking early yeah, 40s. Yeah, Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart sitting at the bar there at the Bluebell, and there's a horse next to him. Uh-huh. Have you seen that picture before? I have. I have. Yeah, yes. Fantastic. Yeah, really cool. And the it's, bullet hole up in the, yeah, in the yeah, ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that place is too cool. Right now, um, the, the newest owners there uh, have turned it into a, a Mexican restaurant. It's yep. super good. Um, so Bluebell's fantastic. The newest, I think this is right. The newest restaurant downtown is um, the Potosina. Glad you had to say that. Right? Uh, a new Mexican place that's really, really fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like to get the... Um, they sell like individual tacos there. Yes. So they have a menu of just, just you know, tacos a la carte. That's Mexican and uh, German put together. Just kidding. A la carte is French. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, was, so. I was waiting for the... Right, right. <laughs> we don't have the sound effects. Yeah. Maybe week four, maybe one. And that's just a snapshot yeah. of all the, the great like, Guthrie restaurants, especially the downtown area. You can just um, park anywhere downtown, walk to a fantastic restaurant. Absolutely. 
All right, so let's compare that to Westwood, Kansas, which has there's no restaurants there. There's right? none. No, there's there's none. They, they don't they don't eat out. You got to drive to Kansas City. Exactly. You so, drive out there. Um, uh, score one for Guthrie on the Westwood uh, against Westwood on the re- restaurant front. All right, let's move on to uh, live music. What kind of live music we got in Guthrie? Well, you know, the city of Guthrie, last night at the council meeting, just renewed the big deal with the Bluegrass Festival, which was going to happen no matter what. Right and, on. Uh, uh, I mean, Willie Nelson, Kathy Matea, Vince Gill, Ricky Skaggs. That would win it by itself, mm-hmm. Bluegrass Festival, yep. which is uh, first weekend in October, which uh, usually means rain sometimes, but, you know. Nobody but, cares. It's such a good time. Exactly uh, right. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, three straight days of the best bluegrass music on the on the planet. Plus, there's the the campground, which is one of the yes. coolest experiences. Just um, the entire huge campground, and people have made it like their life's work to develop these campsites. Like the entire town of Stillwater has yes. their own campsite. So does Tulsa, Guthrie. Everybody has like they're kind of like their little world. They're in the the um, Oklahoma's International Bluegrass Festival campground, and it's a it's a pretty cool experience. And then the concerts on the stages are fantastic, but the campsites around those nice uh, get-together are, are cool. Oh cool yeah, some of the best mu- some of the best musicians you'll ever see just playing music around campfires mm-hmm. all over Cottonwood Flats, which is like our festival grounds. I'm pointing. Like it through the wall. It's over that way, yeah. <laughs> through the wall. Yeah. Of course, Red Brick Nights, uh, you're, you're a big part of that, uh, Tracy and James as well, uh, with Red Brick Nights. The first uh, Saturday of every month, uh, May through September. Yep. Uh, music, usually three groups, uh, three music ba- three bands each night. The community comes out together, get their chairs, the couches, all that stuff, and, and just pile in downtown streets here in Gut 3 from anywhere from 5,000 on up to several thousand on some shows, mm, uh, 4th of July show particularly. And, uh, and it's cool. You know, you have the, the food trucks there, you have the pop-up tents, and you just have the community coming together and listening to music and visiting, uh, snow cones, food. I mean, it's all you could want on, on a Saturday. And, uh, that, you know, those two alone yeah, big time. Just a huge party. First yeah. Saturday um, of the month, all summer long. And um, really, some of the best musicians in Oklahoma showing up uh, each month. Um, the last three years, the stage has been in the, the double stop parking lot. Yep. Because of the fire um, that most folks are aware of by now, um, the stage is actually going to be moved over into the the grassy area across the street there next to Prairie Wolf Distillery. Okay. That little grassy uh, elbow thing. So a little catty corner yeah. type. So the stage will be catty corner there, and folks can just uh, set their chairs in the intersection and enjoy the music uh, in the sa- at the same intersection that it's always been for the last yeah. three years. So yeah, be it's, cool. uh, that will be a lot of fun Come, starting in May. Of course, a little bit more uh, intimate. I don't know if that's the right word, like Magno- Magnolia Moon. Yeah, a little, bit, yeah. a little bit smaller venue, but uh, mm-hmm. gorgeous. Oh, yeah, all those like little places like the Magnolia Moon, um, the Double Stop Fiddle Shop, which... Byron's in the process of uh, getting a different venue going just down the street, just down the street. from where he was. Uh, up until they get that place open, they're going to be out at Community Church. Um, I think they just announced that through like April, May, June, and July, their shows are scheduled out twice a month out there at Community Church. So that'll be really cool. And uh, you know, the the Jungle, which is a, a bar down on Harrison, has live music quite a bit. Um, even things like 
um, you know, porch concerts yeah. in the neighborhoods. Those are cool. Oh, I, yeah. I haven't been to one, but I've seen them online, and they yeah. are. I have to. Uh, I, I'll get invited one day, I'm sure. But right. Uh, yeah, they, those are kind of cool. Yeah. 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 So that's live music. It's snapshot in Guthrie, um, Westwood, Kansas. Um, we have it on good authority that music has been banned. Been banned. Yeah. yeah. It's um, yeah. well, you know, you know, Guthrie. You know, like when you know your like your Blake Shelton's and all that stuff. We mm -hmm. have to go to. Uh, for those who have to go to the Chesapeake Energy Arena, these they don't even have anything like that, and they have to go to, to uh, Canada, Canada, Canada the, yeah. the, whatever Kansas City's right. arena is. But yeah. so that's a wash when you get like big mega concerts. Those are washes, right, but right. they don't have anywhere near. No, it's Westwood is pretty much like the town from Footloose. They uh, yes, they can't do anything. It's a good like example. So two zero. Yep. Two, oh, Two to nothing. And we're Us. we're being fair and balanced too. Yep. So let's make sure you know we're, we're fair here. Logical. Uh, our criteria are yes. um, pretty, pretty straight up. So. Okay. Now, another thing to look at is hotels. You know, yep. you got it. You know, destinations. People are coming oh, yeah. to the Bluegrass Festival, Bread Brick Nights, and all these good places. Yeah. Got to have a place to stay. Sure. We have all the places down on the, the interstate. You know, the the sleep ins and the La Quintas and the Holiday Inn. Those things are all part of Guthrie. Yep. yep. We also have like the special places that are more like the smaller, more intimate kind of things downtown mm -hmm. and other places like uh, the B and Bs, uh, you know, Pollard Inn, which is right across, right down here at uh, First and Harrison. Pollard Inn, uh, Dominion House has a hotel out there now, yep. which is just mind blowing stuff, like a five star looking kind of kind of deal. So Atomic Loft is a cool one too. Yeah, the artist. Yeah. All kinds like we're the uh, we're, we're the bed and breakfast capital, capital. of Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah. So. That's you know that's that's pretty good stuff right oh, there. Oh yeah. Like associated with the Magnolia Moon like little concert venue, mm -hmm. um, Gary who owns that also has the Guthrie Retreat, which is um, kind of a complex of B and Bs and that kind of stuff that he has going on. So uh, Jaded Getaway, tons of other B and Bs. Um, the the options for cool places to stay in Guthrie are are pretty impressive, um, and and great price ranges as well. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. they're very very affordable and all that we yeah. Uh, no matter offer. what your like price range is, uh, you can find uh, a little bit of everything in terms of like your your place to to crash that night. One of the, one of the coolest things about Guthrie is that like you can for the most part you can like come here for the weekend, park your car, and you really don't have to get back in your car again. Right. You can you can stay at your hotel, or your B and B, you know, uh, walk to a restaurant, walk down to some live music, Pollard walk theater, to Pollard theater, walk to the bar, and um, by the time the weekend's over, like you haven't started your car again. Yeah, right. That's pretty cool. That is a very cool deal. And uh, I know you did some research uh, on Westwood, Kansas, mm, uh, yeah. about how they uh, how they stay. Yeah, you have to sleep in your car. Yeah, that's it's your only option in Westwood. Yeah. And even then. The chances of the, their their police department giving you a ticket for sleeping in your car pretty high. Pretty high. I, I looked that up on Yelp. Yelp uh, told me that. Well, yep. if it's so, on Yelp, it's true. It has to be true. It has to be true. Yeah. So, so you mentioned Pollard. So live live theater, not just live music, but live theater. Um, uh, we're pretty lucky. We've got a thing called uh, the Pollard Theater in Guthrie. Um, so back in, as usual, I'm going to get facts wrong, but I think like, I just get the, the way. Yeah, in the 80s some folks did like some incredible work um, restoring and renovating the old Pollard Theater and ever since then it's been this you know mecca of fantastic um, stage productions so uh, musicals plays that kind of stuff uh, one of the coolest places for for theater 
in this region. So, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And a lot of people in the state come here. Oh yeah, uh, you know, it's some a lot of field trips for kids uh, oh, in yeah. years past to come to watch the video. There. Yeah, especially at Christmas time, their Christmas production. Yep. Uh, whether it's it's been like the territorial Christmas Carol in the past, and last year was. Um, yeah, oh. radio show. Yep, yep. Our Good. gallery. Thank you. Yeah, for, you're right. We got our studio audience today chiming yeah. in. We appreciate everybody. We'll be talking to the Bollard yeah. folks here in a yes, few, few absolutely, minutes. So absolutely. They, I think we even mentioned that. So, yeah, we're good. It's what? a wonderful life. It's yes, a wonderful life. Yes. Thanks, Verla. She just walked in and helped save us on that one. <laughs> so She's yeah. our marketing strategist. That's why. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, that's what we have in terms of like live theater in Guthrie Westwood. And we, uh, we've been told that they have an abandoned blockbuster video. That's as I close mean, as they get to yeah. that. Um, it's not even theater, but as close as you can get. So. Yeah, it's, mm. uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. no good. So, uh, so that's uh, 4 Guthrie? Yeah. Uh, Again, these are honest. Yep. It's pretty definitive. <laughs> um, yeah. All kidding aside, I'm yeah. sure Westwood is yeah, a fine absolutely, town. Absolutely. Yeah, we're giving them a hard time, but um, I'm sure they're brilliant. But uh, Guthrie is more more brilliant than than Westwood. Um, go to strongtowns.org and cast your vote with all of your different email addresses that you have. So it's uh, a it's a cool deal, and uh, uh, we'll keep following it, and then hopefully we'll see the winner between Nelson, British Columbia, and Ansville, Ohio. Not looking ahead, we're going to take no. this one town at a time. No, you can't overlook anybody. You can't overlook anybody. No. You got to you got to uh, win, advance on, yeah. and get ready for the next one. Yeah, our bracket is full of Florida towns, like beaches and stuff. That's, that's going to be tough. Come on, that's yeah. uh, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, Delray Beach, Florida. Yeah. Manhattan, Kansas, on the lower half of the bracket. I mean, yeah. So, they're the little apple. Yeah, and the other side, I'm not too impressed with. So if we, can, if we can make it out of our region, our chances are looking pretty great. Just so, get to the final four would be a big. Yep, yep. Big so, deal. but yeah. it is cool to, just to be mentioned with this, you know, in the Sweet 16s. So. Oh yeah, this is like the entire country. We made the Sweet 16, so that's pretty impressive. So we talked a little bit about the Pollard Theater. Um, we had uh, the good fortune of sitting down with uh, the Pollard folks uh, earlier this week to talk about their next production, which begins April 12th, I think, uh, Beehive, yep. the 60s musical. So now we're going to throw it over to that interview we had with those guys. Are we good for that? Almost good, good for that. Almost. So, almost. Uh, we got to talk with uh, Timothy Stewart, the director for Beehive, and Steph Fortney, who happens to be my sister. She's one of the uh, cast members for that show. It's going to be a fantastic show, and we're going to head to them right now to talk with them some more about Beehive at the Pollard. We are here at the Grand Pollard Theater. That's not part of the name. It's not the Grand Pollard. It's no, just the Pollard the Theater. Pollard the Theater. Pollard Theater. But it is a, a, a grand place. It's um, yes. Grand. <laughs> I'm here with uh, Timothy Stewart, Stephanie Fortney. Uh, Timothy is the director for 
Beehive, mm -hmm. the 60s musical. Mm -hmm. Steph is part of the cast. I am. And so, Beehive, what can people expect uh, when they come to see Beehive in April? Um, Beehive, the 60s musical, is um, a story of the women of rock and roll from the 1960s and it is a celebration of their music and um, the works of art that they created and it's a fun time if you you know these songs and you will come you will laugh you will sing along and dance with the music and it's just a evening of entertainment right on joy from the cast point of view like uh, yeah, what do you feel about this show? Uh, I think that it's mainly it's it, whereas uh, with a lot of shows you were worried so much about trying to um, pass a message along or to try to be important in some way. Um, but with this, it's um, yeah, there is that sense of the importance of this music from these women at that point in history. Um, but at the same time, it's about uh, celebration and uh, enjoying the energy of each other. It's really rare to be able to do a show of just women. Um, and so working together as sisters, um, <laughs> it's, it's really a whole lot of fun. Um, and, you know, our, our goal and um, our aim is to make sure that everyone in the audience has as much fun as we're having on stage. Who else was cast in the show? Susan Riley. Cool. Jennifer Teal, Mariah Warren, Devin Lewis, and Megan Montgomery. I was like, I'm, who's, who's there well at done. the end? Well and this is Steph's returning from our original production when we did this in 2009. Yeah, it's been a while. And uh, Jennifer Teal and Steph are both returning cast members from that original production that we did. We killed all the rest and buried their bodies <laughs> out in the field and brought in new blood. No, that that's normal, right? <laughs> yeah, that, it's just a, a it's a, a thing it's that we do old, in theater. That's old yeah. hat in the theater. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sa sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're having a good time, but there's also the, this vibe of like like female empowerment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like you know, there are lots of great like voices in our culture right now in terms of female empowerment. How does this story kind of you know complement that kind of thing these days? You were me first. You go first. Well, so like, um, th this is really a time in music when women were really starting to take the spotlight, um, coming from being in the shadow of men, um, background singers, the the person who sang with, you know, insert uh, famous dude here, we'll say Dean Martin. Um, <laughs> you know. He's but, like, why me? <laughs> I know it's because you were drunk, Dean. Um, <laughs> But no, it's this time when women were really stepping forward and being able to say some things that they pr maybe hadn't been able to say before, you know. Um, we're on really at the, the dawn of the women's rights movement. Um, uh, so these women are stepping out of the shadows and into the spotlight, and it's amazing to hear what they, they had to the say. They the way for what's today. Yeah. And I, I mean, we're still working toward the same goals that they had. Um, and working to make sure that we can maintain the things that they did for us. Um, 
but you know there's a line about you know right on the horizon we had equal pay and you know and we're like and we all sort of laugh in rehearsal and say we're still looking but you know um but we get to see that we, we get to sort of remember um the the incredible moxie it took for these women to step out of the um, environment that they that had you know they'd been a part of and take that that step forward and um, make I mean, their voices heard. The show itself, it starts from the girl groups, which is all sweet and innocent and everything, but it goes through the girl groups into um, the British invasion, and then it starts with, Act Two starts with Tina Turner, and then goes to Aretha Franklin, and it ends with Janis Joplin. And if you just look at the scope of the women that are represented, it's, it's incredible that yeah. all these women from the 60s, though coming from different points of view, still had that strength and voice. Absolutely. It's cool how <clears throat> it's going through those those numbers, looking to see what numbers are in this in the musical, and going through that progression of like, <clears throat> you know, the the sweet like the, we're my the, my boyfriend's this, back, right? And you're going to be adorable? in trouble, and but yeah. then you get to. Um, well, you you make me feel like natural woman and yeah. Aretha well, Franklin. And, and like this, the song, You Don't Own Me, um, the, the fact that a girl, I mean, because Leslie Gore was a girl. She was, you know, what, 18, 19 Something years much. old at the time, being able to sing a song to a, a male like character and say, you know what, you don't, I, I, I can do what I want to do. Um, so it's, it's really pretty cool. And those songs are, you know, utilized in pop culture today. With, yeah. Um, Oh, First Wives Club. Yeah. Those, those, that that song has become an anthem for them. So, so those <clears throat> those iconic songs, which have to be like super fun to sing and perform, mm -hmm. is it also scary to put a show on where the, like some musicals people come they might have like, they might know some of the songs in the show, but when they're coming to a show where they they've heard these yeah. songs. Yeah, you you want to pay homage to these women and though the six women that are in the cast are incredibly talented and we aren't trying to say that we are like Leslie I, Gore or, or you know I, I this is I might Steph's be able to sing it of, well but I'm never gonna be Dusty Springfield because who could be um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is more, um, I, I think of it as like an incredible tribute to them. Yeah. Um, so the, the music, I mean, you will recognize it and you will sing along with it and it is not going to be Tina Turner up there. It is going to be Mariah Warren's version of Tina Turner and she does a very good job and every one does so and and but everyone's going to absolutely lose their minds yeah. over jennifer teal uh, janice, as Job. janice Job. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's just yeah she's a freak yeah i remember that from last time yeah, yeah. it's pretty mind bend, mind bending yeah yeah um, i'm pretty sure that she made some sort of like pact with i'm not saying satan but <laughs> <laughs> some satan like Imp. entity yeah i mean right. blood sacrifice and not satan and I, it's but, a theme okay yep <laughs> it's your sister. Uh, it's true. It's true. I don't think we said that at the beginning. Steph is my sister. I am. Um, uh, in terms of like <clears throat> uh, a narrative for this show, 
Talk about that a little bit. Um, well, we have one character, um, script-wise, it's Wanda, but um, it's portrayed by Susan Riley, and we use, the actresses use their own name in the show. And so it's basically her journey through growing up through the 60s, and she's sort of the narrator of it. And so um, we see it through her eyes, um, going from the teeny boppers of the girl groups all the way back to into Janis Joplin. So she has an evolution too. So, And I think that it's something that a lot of our audience members, um, even though I wasn't alive during the 1960s, um, you know, Louise, our music director, has, has talked about it quite a bit, like that growing up through the 60s, there was a lot of, um, I think, coming from girlhood into womanhood in that decade um, was incredibly challenging because um, you had the assassination of JFK, you had Martin Luther King Jr., and, um, and like I said, the sort of like the sexual revolution, uh, the rise of rock and roll. Um, so the America, the way America looked changed so much and during Vietnam. that. Yeah, so much during that decade that it's, um, I think that a lot of our audience members will be able to um, come and not only enjoy the music, but also to remember a, a, a time in their life that was really significant. It is it's, such a, it's not just for those. No, people. not just I mean, them. Everybody else will also enjoy can it. Enjoy. Because think we're, it, we're awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think um, for those of us who didn't grow up in the 60s, like growing up in the 80s didn't necessarily feel like it was like a you know, huge transformative decade. It was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of just this own weird kind of thing. But there were little little things along the way growing up where you can kind of get an idea of what it's like to experience some kind of cultural shift. And so when you see like a decade like the 60s, it's kind of like this iconic cultural shift. And so there's part of us, even if you grew up- It's easier to look back and see it and then yeah, when you're yeah. living through it. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you see like these, like, you know, this iconic shift in a show like this or other works, maybe it like, <clears throat> it helps us understand like our experiences a little more with like you know whether it's the 80s or 90s or some other time yeah. period i mean we kind of we all have our own little um uh, experiences with seeing how the world changes so yeah all right so beehive opens friday april 12th correct yes and runs through may the fourth fourth yes. sounds yeah. good fourth yeah fourth. we'll say that yeah <laughs> and so tickets are you can already buy tickets yes online um at www.thepollard.org or you can call our box office at 405-282-2800. Well done. Thank you guys very much. Thank you very Thanks. much. It was and, yeah, so get your tickets to Beehive, the 60s musical. It is a musical that talks about the importance of all the women from the 60s, the, the music that influenced them and how it changed the world. Dusty Springfield. Dusty is one of my all-time favorites. Aretha. Aretha Franklin, my god. Tina Turner. Tina Turner, my god. Holly Francis. Well, in the Janis Joplin section. I grew up on all these different songs. Definitely love to hear all of the other actresses portraying all these wonderful females throughout time. The era of the 60s is very important time for revolution and civil rights and humanity and women's rights. Women were really starting to take a step forward into rock and roll. We talk about where this actually started from. Women's rights and, and equal pay are on the horizon. 
I think that it's definitely like a women power um, statement for us to do this show. Showing the power of women and how important it is all the time. Very important. My mom used to play music all the time as a kid. The Bluebells, the Supremes. You're gonna dance in your seats. You're gonna clap your hands. You're gonna stomp your feet. You're gonna enjoy yourself. And I don't think there's a lot of musicals that give you the chance to stand up and dance if you want to. Feeling that if we all banded together and sang out loud enough, we could make things change. The women rock, honey. Welcome back. Hit the bricks here as we continue on here. Justin Fortney, Chris Evans with you. And uh, great interview partner. How long Thanks. have you been interviewing? For like 12, 15 years? Oh, a lifetime. <laughs> a lifetime of practice. Or like a week and a half. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you did a good job. And Thanks, it's amazing uh, how much work they put into that. And it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I had the, uh, the special uh, opportunity to work on the crew for one of their shows last summer. Um, my only job was... Uh, manning like the trap door in the stage Ooh, floor. And that's so, the cool part though. Yeah, it's super dangerous. Cool I could have yes. killed somebody if yes. I screwed that up. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of pressure and no one died on my watch as a trap Success. door operator for the Pollard Theater. Yes. I haven't been asked back though. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, best of luck to the Pollard Theater on another uh, great year coming up here and this is just one of uh, several shows on the year and uh, yeah. it's a staple in Guthrie For and sure. you know all of us here in Guthrie know about it but a lot of people in the state know about it you know with mm -hmm. the art council and all that gets, it gets a lot of great attention For sure. rightfully so so uh, well you know we do this on Facebook live but you know a lot of uh, a lot of people starting to tune into the podcast as mm -hmm. well uh, my wife's a huge fan of podcasts I finally got her to listen to one of my shows because it was a podcast because she's at work and doesn't have right. time to watch video like a lot of people out there and you can listen to it anytime you want to yeah you can catch it if you're like a podcast listener on things like spotify or i love overcast um mm -hmm. so that hopefully they can sponsor us since i'm mentioning them on our podcast well to, overcast to be honest with you i never heard of overcast until you told me i'm not a big podcast guy. i'm starting to catch on to it but I'm kind of a video guy, but the podcast, you know, yeah. I've gone to the ones that you said, and they look great. So, yeah, so a lot of your favorite podcasts and directories, you can find us on there. So um, Pocket Cast, Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, uh, Apple Podcast, we're on all those things. That's so, the big one. I, yeah. I was on Apple Podcasts the other day. It was cool to see Hit the Bricks yeah. uh, on that logo right there. So it was pretty cool to see, and it uh, uh, looks good. Right on. All right. Uh, we'll Exit stage left. Yeah. Is there a trap door we can go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week here at Hit the Bricks. Yes.